Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. If you Good morning. Today is the day of waiting, the day of silence. It is the day after Jesus died and the day before we see him in his resurrected glory. To me, it is the perfect day to look back on my life and reflect on it, to look back on this Lent and see how God has been working in me throughout this time. Tonight, we celebrate the Easter Vigil which has been my favorite celebration of the year ever since I was a child. When I was young, I was fascinated by the celebratory nature of this Mass. There were candles, and us children rang bells, and there was incense, and in our church the whole ceremony always ended with a cup of hot chocolate to break our Lenten fast. Overall, everyone looked so happy and joyful. As I grew older, I started to pay more attention to the long sequence of passages that we read on this night, and it gained an even deeper meaning for me. The whole evening was a celebration of God's work in the lives of his people, God's work in my life. Because the Easter Vigil as a whole has such a strong meaning for me, I thought Today I would share my prayer not only on the Gospel, but on the bits of each of these readings that meant the most for me when I prayed about them this year. The crazy thing about the Vigil is that there is enough material there for a whole life of prayer guidelines. I will focus on one thing, God's joy in calling me to Him and coming towards me again and again and again, despite all the times I move away or reject or ignore him. In the first reading, we hear about God creating the world and seeing that it is good and beautiful. Then God creates us, full of love, in his own image. My life started because God created me. God dreamed of me before I was even in my mother's womb. God loved me from the beginning and created me so that he could be with me and I with him. Then in the second reading, we see what happens when, like Abraham, we always try to discern God's will for us and do it wholeheartedly. God promises us a fruitful and fulfilled life, just like he promised it to Abraham and his descendants. The third reading is about the escape from Egypt, and I see a God who does not forget me when I am distressed. A God who delivers his people from injustice and slavery through an apparently impassable way, the sea. Also in my life I see impassable barriers, but all is possible to God. He wants to deliver me from what prevents me from living my life to the full. And this reading shows me that not even the sea was an obstacle to him. 
Then in the fourth reading, God reminds me that He promised to always love me, to always be there for me, to give me a fruitful life. He reminds me because sometimes I seem to forget all the times He saved me by letting me walk in bare feet across some apparently impassable sea. In this reading, He says, Though mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken. It's beautiful. And then again, as if knowing that we keep forgetting, in the fifth reading he says, All you who are thirsty, come to the water. I will renew with you the everlasting covenant. In the next reading we see what God does when his people, when I, turn away from him again. He calls us right back. He reminds us of what a life with him would look like. He says, you have forsaken the fountain of wisdom. Had you walked in the way of God, you would have dwelt in enduring peace. And finally, in the last reading from the Old Testament, I see the enormous desire God has to transform me, to help me live close to him always. He says, I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you hearts of flesh. But God was not satisfied with this. We just didn't understand him well enough, even though he kept coming back to us again and again and again, calling us back to him, reminding us of his promises. God went further. He has such a big desire to bring us close to him, that he himself came to meet us in flesh and blood. He, Jesus, came to show us how much he truly loves us and to teach us how to live close to him in our daily lives. And in the past week, we celebrated the final moments of Jesus in this world, the moments when he, out of complete love, teaches us that the way to be happy is to live as he lived, in service and love. And today, it is the day of silence, the day of waiting. This God, who has been journeying with his people, with us, since our creation, since the beginning of time really, the God who decided to ultimately reveal himself to us by becoming a man, was killed. For this one day, it almost seems like the culmination of centuries of relationship between God and his people, and in a very anticlimactic way. As some of his disciples might have felt today, Sometimes we too may lose hope and think, that's it. He came to us with such a strong desire to heal us and make himself known, and we didn't want to hear, and we killed him. But, alas, our God wins by love. Even after his people rejected him, still he comes back for them. Still he comes back for me. Today is the day of waiting for this miracle of God winning the battle with death, with his love. We know it will happen. It was the horizon we had in mind the whole way through this land. And we know this happens in our lives too. God is stronger than anything that prevents me from living fully, and he does not give up on me. And this is what we hear in today's gospel. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. No, death does not win, our sin does not win, our weakness does not win, because God's love is stronger. 
And this is amazing and completely impossible to understand. And it's an event that has huge consequences. Saint Paul reminds us of them in the penultimate reading of the Vigil, just before the Gospel. He says, We know that our old self was crucified with him, that we might no longer be in slavery of sin. Consequently, you must think of yourself as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. I will leave you today with this call from Saint Paul. He has been raised, he is not here. Consequently, you must think of yourself as being dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. This is my final daily shot and the final shot of this season. It was a joy to be able to share my prayer with you during these four months. And I would like to thank you for praying with me too. Have a blessed Easter and feel alive in the risen Jesus. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end.